0: All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked on Avalanche podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about former Avalanche players that we just wish it worked out a little bit better for them in an Avalanche uniform. Not necessarily a guy that played only one season, could be a guy that played a handful of seasons, but you just wish he had a longer career in Colorado. So we'll talk about that on today's episode of Locked on Avalanche. Your
1: Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day, I'm your host, Chris Maselli. With me as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Thank you for tuning in and making this your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. Make sure to follow us on social media outlets, LOPN underscore Avalanche, on Twitter, Locked on Avalanche, on Instagram, questions, comments, concerns, and opinions, Locked on Avalanche at gmail.com. And follow us over on our YouTube channel. Over on YouTube, hit subscribe, get notified. When a new show goes live, definitely subscribe to our subtext as well. Link to that is in the show notes below. Subscribe and chat with Kyle and I one-on-one. All right, sir, today's rundown. We have a couple more of the uh, network-wide polls that we uh, administered uh, or took part in. And we're going to do the top logos in the league as well as mascots. And uh, I think some surprising results here. That we'll get to a little bit later, as well as there, when we were going through the the yesterday's episode, we were talking about records and things like that. Could any be broken? There were a few that we didn't bring up that are kind of like fun uh, and pretty much impossible to, to break. So we'll bring those up as well, because why not? It's kind of fun. But where we're going to start is, like I said, in the uh, the opening is, you know, it's just the nature of sports. Players come and go and uh, sometimes you get attached to a player and you're happy that he's playing for your team and then he's gone. And it happens so much more now in sports because that's you know, that's just the free agency period in which we live in. And that's why I've always said like I, I try not to get attached to players anymore because chances are they're not going to be there for their whole career. You know the the Kobe Bryant's and Derek Jeters of the world don't happen much anymore. So having like these guys come in and and you you liked what they brought, you thought they were a good fit, you liked rooting for them, and maybe they didn't. They, maybe they stayed a few years, but eventually they left, and you're like, man, I really wish it worked out for him. But first of all, like you know, you're just your thoughts on what I was saying. Like, why is it? I mean, it, I know it's just a free agency, but you figure every once in a while there would be a guy who would just want to hang around for the duration of his career with one team because it means something, but it just doesn't anymore. I think Sidney Crosby is going to be the last in the NHL. Like Nathan McKinnon, Sidney Crosby,
1: Ovechkin. Yeah, Like Nathan McKinnon's kind of locked up for a while. I think he might be the one that Sid passes the torch, but it just kind of doesn't happen anymore these days. Like sports, the loyalty is gone. It it's really a, is. It's a dollar driven sport and you're driving up the market for all of your peers. So that's just how things have gone. So yeah, I, I kind of miss those days of your nickname in retirement is synonymous with your team. You are Mr. Yankee. You're Mr. Yeah. Reds. You're Mr. Right. Like those days are gone.
0: I think with McKinnon, I, I think he could be, and I, and we don't know because we don't know where the avalanche will be, on the downside of his career when he's got maybe like two or three seasons left to play, we how we're talking about with Sidney Crosby, if Pittsburgh, it maybe you know isn't doing it for him, he goes somewhere else to get like one last hoorah. Um, but that doesn't seem to be the case anymore now that Kyle Dubas is there, he's going to turn that thing around. So, I, you know, the, the Crosby thing ain't going to happen now because he'll make sure that they are a contender. Yeah. So, I, if, if it does happen with someone like McKinnon. It would be in that realm where it's at the end of his career. If the Avalanche are a terrible team during that time, he says, hey, let me go somewhere, you know, like drillman again, the style.
1: Let yeah. me go
0: somewhere to try to win it, although that didn't work out for him. But that is way down the road. And I don't want to think about that right now. <laughs> so but let let's let's think about what has happened in the past and who are some guys that you did root for that they were playing for the Avalanche and then they weren't, and like I said, you look back and be like, man, I, I really wish that he had a longer tenure with the Avs.
1: Yeah, it would be a no-brainer, and this is where I'm going to start. Super Joel Colburn. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's Paul Stasny. Uh, the way his his career started out, like, we kind of forget with the whole Nathan McKinnon, Gabe landis Gog era of Avalanche Hockey. We forgot he started out just white hot had 70 plus points in his first year had a 20 game point streak at the age of 21. And he was consistently over 60 points per game per season. Mm. And when he left Colorado, he, he never found his footing in that 60 like plus 50 point range. And he was just never the same player after he left Colorado. And we were talking yesterday with team records, if it wasn't Michelle Goulet, it was a Stasny uh, getting Stasny. a team record. <laughs> so it was just, it's. I would have loved to see him be a kind of that lifer that we're talking about, like right. Mister Avalanche. It just would have been fitting, blending the Nordiques history and the Avalanche history with two prolific players, and it just didn't end that way for Paul.
0: And he was becoming that guy. Like he was the face, he's becoming the face of the abs it was you know Sakik wasn't going to hang around much longer forsberg was gone uh hey duke was coming towards the end like so he was the one that everybody thought the torch was going to get passed to and he was kind of taking it early yep. on um and then obviously just didn't didn't work out but yeah i agree uh, he, he, how many seasons did he end up playing with for the abs you got
1: his last season was 2013-2014 and he started in 2006 2007 so, yeah, about so, so six he seven years
0: played a handful of seasons and you're right man like that that's one that for the duration guy like you yeah. you would have liked to see him be that and go through all this stuff that would have been nice all those guys that you know when they finally won the cup and we're talking about the guys that hung around for so long that went through the the down and then up uh to, if, if he was added to that list it would have just made it like so much sweeter so like much, he, just, he would have been there longer than anybody.
1: He just left the Knights to go to the Hurricanes. For goodness' sake, Paul, come home.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad choice to go to Carolina. So, uh, yeah, I think you know when when you talk about two guys, they're kind of they just go hand in hand, and that's Tame Solani and Paul Korea. Yeah, they kind of were were seeking out a the the hot team to go win a title before it was cool type of guys. Yeah, and you know that didn't work out. And I think that just goes to show you it didn't work out then and so sometimes when guys do that now in in today's day and age it doesn't always work out too. You, you get these like super teams and it it sometimes just doesn't go the way you expect it to go because it's just not a fit. And they didn't they didn't they didn't, they didn't the season that they they had with the avs didn't go well and I think everybody just kind of like threw in the towel. Instead of maybe like they both sign one year deals instead of trying to say, hey, you know, maybe it takes a little bit more time. Let's let's go another year or two, see how this goes. I think everybody was just like, no, it's just not the right fit. So let's just cut our losses now and, and move on. It would have been nice to see those guys a little bit longer in, in average uniforms. And and see if
1: you take the time machine with me, everybody put a battery in your Tamagotchis. Uh, first season of Smallville. Here we go. And this is just two years removed from the Ray Bork project. Yeah. You finally got Ray Bork, his Stanley cup and both Timu and Paul were looking for that Stanley cup. And at the time we always, we mentioned it here, the avalanche effect. That's what the avalanche effect was at the time. Like yeah, it, it was a proven like Ray Bork got his cup. This is where you go with this roster. If you want to get a cup, this is where you go. And, I mean, everything going into that season, they were awarding the cup to Colorado. Like it's a no brainer for it. They had the Mm -hmm. ESPN, the season with James Hetfield and Metallica being the narrator for that documentary.
0: Yes, it was. Yeah. And
1: injuries just (laughs) ironically enough, Colorado avalanche and injuries that happened in Mm -hmm. 2004 as well. And it held that team back and they just could not get going that year. And it was just, it was not the ending that they thought they would have. And Paul Korea found success.
0: Other places never found his cup. No. I think you're right with the with the Ray Bork thing. It's like, hey, hey, it worked. Yeah. It, wor- it worked for him. So yeah, come on over here. We'll get you a championship. And it just goes to show you how difficult that can be. So yeah. you can get the names and, and they, they were names at that time. Um and it just, just didn't work out. Yeah. Paul Korea. Not... Go ahead. Yeah.
1: No, Paul Korea would have been my other one because he is one of my f- all-time favorite players that like you don't really think is an avalanche player like that's my white whale jersey i want that paul korea avalanche jersey hanging up somewhere behind me because he was one of my favorite players and when he came to colorado i thought it was just a perfect moment in time fast forward to nazim kadri and i got burned again i will (laughs) learn one day but yeah no i you would have loved to see him hoist the cup in burgundy and blue
0: Absolutely. Um, a couple more that I had, uh, uh, more recent, uh, two guys more recent. One is Brandon Saad. Mm. Uh, I thought he had a really good season with the Avs. I would have liked to have seen him stay around. Uh, Evan Rodriguez is much more recent. Um, that's just more of, you know, loved when they brought him in. Would have liked to see him, What you know, a, a year under his belt. And the year that he did have with the Avs was a solid year just, you know, that comfortability. I would have liked to seen that come into play for him. Um, And my last one is a guy that I've thrown out here a couple times. He he didn't set the world on fire. He was just one of those, like, workhorse guys, and that's uh, Sven and Reghetto. Always liked the guy. Always liked him. Good speed. Wasn't the biggest guy in the world, Um, but when he was out there, he was Logan O'Connoring it, Every single shift and had a short, but I thought pretty good. And, and, you know, I'll I'll keep going back to saying like they protected him during the the Vegas draft. So they they must have had some plans for him if they didn't want Vegas to take him away. Uh, But it just never he just never got more of an opportunity with the team. And if he, if he played on a team that went through what this last Avalanche team with, with all these injuries, and he was one of those guys that stayed healthy, he would have seized the opportunity. And I think we're talking differently about Andrew Ghetto, but I just always liked watching the guy play. I thought he he, he worked so hard. Yeah, if I had to give
1: my honorable mention, mine my favorite Avalanche player that nobody ever talks about, Francois Bocheman. You do. And wouldn't it have been nice to see Devin Dubnick do, do something –
0: in a <laughs> sweater. No, just it I had to, I had to bookend <laughs> it with Super Joel Colburn and Devin Dubnik. Ah, uh, you just put a stain on this whole segment. Oh uh, man, wow. Yeah, that that is that. Uh, I I I can't come up with word. I I, I get the It's one of those things times. you always have to remind everybody
1: that did happen. For it a did. Time. It
0: did. And I get why it happened, but it was just like really like that was that was the best one you could do. But wow. <clears throat> All right. Um, is there anybody out there like, could, could you, you put EJ on this list <laughs> that it worked out? Be- I mean, it worked out great for him, yeah. but it would just in winning the cup, but it would have been just like a finishing his career with the avalanche just would have been like, you know, and Don score. Yeah. You, there's so many guys that you can say for different reasons. It's not just tenure. It's not, if, it, if it's a short tenure or long tenure. just for whatever reason, uh, you could have a reason if he's just your favorite player and you didn't want him to leave. That's a lot of people for Erod right now. Could be for JT Confer. So anybody out Padre. there, there you go. Okay, hey, uh, that you that, that you wish it worked out differently for a former Av. Uh, fire away in the comments section. Definitely want to hear what you guys have to say. All right, uh, let's hear from Bird Dogs, and then we'll get into uh, some more records talk. But Bird Dogs, they make you look good. And the bird dogs are they stretch khaki short? Do you have yours around? I mean, I don't know if you're there. They are. Kyle has piles and piles of braids. <laughs> he uses them as a pillow. When the ones <laughs> he's not wearing on his uh, on his bottom hat on his uh, UBI. Um, Ooh, there you go. Day to day, baby. Lo- is, no, lower his lower body, not in lower body region. How about that? My LBI
1: it. attire is on my UBI.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, bird dog shorts do exact the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better. And they also fit way better than regular shorts because those are made out of a stiff, restricting cotton. And bird dogs fix the issue by inventing cloud knit fabric. That look just like khaki, but they're stretchy, so they give you a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice on movement. And Bird Dogs uses the anti-stink, sweat-wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. So go to birddogs.com/slash locked on NHL under the promo code locked on NHL, and you get a brand new white hat. Do you have the hat, or I don't have the? Hat? It's over there. Don't yeah, it's over there. there. But it's if you're a golfer, perfect golfing hat. Great fit. Great yeah. fit. Yeah. Uh, so you get that with your order. Once again, birddogs.com slash locked on NHL. Promo code locked on NHL for the free. They call it a white tech hat. And you won't want to take your bird dogs off. You won't want to take the white tech hat off. We promise you that. All right. Uh, let's jump back into some more records talk because uh, th- these are more like fun ones that we'll we'll get to um and let's see what we got here i wanted to do we could do with the point streak let's start with that one let's point do streak it. for a player so matt sundin for when the, they were the quebec nordiques in 92 93 had a 30 game point streak uh through that he had 21 goals 25 assists for 46 points in those 30 games um paul stasny there's your boy uh, is second with 20. And then Peter Stasny has three, four, five, six, and seven locked up. Um, the closest to this was Nathan McKinnon in 20 and 21, had a 15 game point streak. It's just one of those things where it's just. Do you think this could ever happen? I, I don't know if this could ever have this, the way the game is played. It's just tough. It's like baseball. It's tough to keep a, a hitting streak going anymore. That's why when a guy gets to like 20 game hitting streak, it's a big deal. And that's why last year with Mitch Marner with the Maple Leafs, he got to like 20, 21 games or something like that for a, a point streak. It was a big deal. Um, and, and it just doesn't happen where it goes that long. So I, I, I don't see this. It's definitely going to get getting broken this year, and I just wonder if it ever will. It's
1: <clears throat> it's really hard with how the NHL season is constructed. We complain every year about back to backs and three out of five games, and it's just the roster construction. And by the way, look around you. There's not really any bad teams in the NHL. Like even Arizona Coyotes give you a fight every sure, year. Sure. Right. Yeah. So it's you can't go in there and you have your 1970s 1980s washington capitals team that anybody me and you could go in there and score three goals on the capitals in those days there's a
0: <laughs>
1: there's a lot more of an even playing field so to string together a 30 point 30 game point streak, yeah that's a challenge that's, that's, a,
0: that's a that's a real challenge that is crazy um i like this one fastest goal from the start of a game and and this is one that this could happen any game. <laughs> this, yep. is, you know, this is one of those ones where it's the like, total opposite of a 30-game uh, point streak. Any one of 82 games, this could happen at the snap of your finger. You have no clue. Uh, the record for the Avs was in 2005-2006. And I, I'm so sorry. For, I can't. This guy is just a ghost to me. I, I don't remember. Auntie Lachsonin. I don't remember him for the life of me and he played a full season and a half for the Avalanche. Um he scored a goal in 8 seconds. In 0506. That was against uh, Columbus. So um Randy Muller scored had, a goal. That's 8 seconds. It, yeah. That's,
1: and I and I went looking back. I do not remember this player and I, I do not remember really. this start of the game.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't remember the game either, but uh, they won the game 4-1. to one, So the game was pretty much in hand almost after eight seconds. <laughs> um, Joe Sakic's on here. He's number three at nine seconds. But the current avalanche, like a lot of current Avs players, are peppered all throughout this. Nathan McKinnon is number five on here with 11 seconds. Um, that was in 2018. They ended up losing that game to Calgary in overtime. Miko Rantanen is number eight on here at 14 seconds. That was on my birthday this past year. The funny thing about this, you go down the list a little bit more, Nathan McKinnon, well, Gabe landis at 13. He had one uh, at 17 seconds back in 2017. Nathan McKinnon had another one at 19 seconds. Uh, That was February 24th, 2023. So on that game, Nathan McKinnon scored on 19 seconds, three days later, Miko Rantanen scored in 14 seconds. And this goes back to what you were saying yesterday about the competition between those two. So yep. you know Nathan McKinnon scored one in, in what was it, 19 seconds? Uh, what I say it was? Yeah, yeah 19, 19 seconds. And then three days later, Miko Rantanen bests him. You know there was some, some uh, ribbing going on there. That's yeah. the stuff that you like to see. I love that
1: and could this be broken again this year or in the foreseeable future could be you have no clue it could be could be on
0: the first game of the season
1: ooh i you know what i would love to see this one shattered this year one of those like you don't even get through the first line introductions and then there's a
0: goal <laughs> i mean the butts aren't even in the seats and and you know the the horns are already going off and the fans are like what the heck we got to get to our seats <laughs> stuff's already happening so, I, you know, that, that just gets the crowd, especially if it's a home game, clearly. Um, but, yeah, you, you have no clue when that one could happen. And if anybody's saying, here, like, oh, that can't that can't be beaten this year. No one's going to beat that. Why not? Why not? It, it absolutely could happen, and I would love to see that one happen. But eight seconds is quick. <laughs> You've got a clean face-off draw, which the Avalanche in history have not been so good at, and just bam, 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 you're in the zone, done. As That's JP said in Angels in the Outfield, it could happen. It could happen. It could happen. Uh, so we got fastest goal. What else we got here? Um, the A single game, uh, they've scored 12 goals three different times. They haven't done it since 95. So they did it uh, in 83 and 84. Both of those games were 12-3. to three. One was against Hartford, the other was against Toronto. And then in 95 they did against San Jose. That was 12-2. to two. And I don't think we're sitting here feeling like the Avalanche can score 12, even 13 goals. But you would like to see them... Can they hit the double-digit mark this year? It's been a little while. I can't remember the last game that they did, but they had the offensive ability to do it. And you mentioned the Nashville game
1: yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it felt like everybody was scoring in that game and it felt like it was an impossible daunting task to get double digits on the board. That's how it usually feels when they get seven eight nine to get double digits feels impossible and I would love to see a double digit avalanche final score that would just make my heart oh so happy.
0: I mean people they, they take notice when it happens yeah right like it, it because it just doesn't happen a lot. So when a team does score 10, it's just kind of like a a footnote. They're like, holy crap, someone, uh, the team scored 10? Like, what went wrong in that game? But, again, it's the same reason I was talking about yesterday. It's you usually take your foot off the gas if you're blowing that team out. So it it just needs to be a, a game where the other team is also putting up some goals. It doesn't need to be, like, you know, goal for goal. But if you got eight and they have four And then they get another one and it's eight to five. Okay. Maybe I'm going to put in another one or two here, you know, just to put it away.
1: And, and you know, the Colorado avalanche, I mean, this is kind of a blessing and a curse, but they have not been in a place where they have to have a statement game to catch the attention of the league. Yeah. Like you don't have to do a double digit final score to catch the attention and be like, Whoa, what are the avalanche doing? No, we have hardware to prove it. We have kale McCarr and Nathan McKinnon that commands the attention of the league. So, well, and with the injuries that they have going on all the time, if you're up eight to four, you're short shifting and letting the third and fourth lines play a little bit more.
0: But it's almost like, you know, if you don't, I mean, getting 10 is a big deal. But I mean, remember what was it? Game two of the, the cup final against uh, Tampa. Yeah. I think it was like a seven to one. So, like, seven to one in a Stanley Cup final is equivalent of 10. Yeah. If you're, you know what I mean. Like it shouldn't, that shouldn't happen. It's like a final. That's fight. playoff math, baby. Right, right. Um, a couple more to get to just in in terms of streaks. Um, an overall winning streak for the Az is 12. That was in 1999 and in 2018. Um, and then a home streak and an away streak both happened in 2022. The home streak was 18, and the away streak was 10. So, um, and that's one thing that we—I we, don't think gets brought up enough about the Avalanche—is is their road record. Like they were a great road team last year, almost better road team than home team last year. But you know they, they were still a very good home team. Obviously, if you're winning 18 a row at home, but um, you think they could make a go at either one of these? You're going to get a streak from the Avs, whether it's you know an overall streak or just a. a, a I don't know, you know, home record or away record or, or winless or, not, or whatever streak you want to bring up. you're gonna get streaks, um, but could they reach these levels? That that's that's a lot. Oh, can't hear you. Fix your mic again. Um, I don't know. I I, I you never know with this. I, I think most people lean towards like no. Uh, it, it's tough to maybe looking overall. Could they go on a, a ten game? Uh, sh- like run off 10 games in a row. Sure.
1: Definitely. They could do that. Yeah. And you, you kind of hope for one of those magic Januaries where right. everything just really is rolling for this team because there's a lot of new faces on this team. So it's a lot to ask right out of the gate to put things together real early, but
0: you never know. Right. So uh, fire in the comment section on that as well. I think uh, any of these could, could be broken more records. Maybe a little bit more difficult ones, but uh, still fun nonetheless. All right. uh, One last thing we want to get to, and that's a couple more of our polls that we did over here at the Locked On Podcast Network. Um, We did defensemen and goalies yesterday, and today we're going to do logos and mascots. So who do you want to do first here, sir? I'll leave it up to you. Logos? Give me the logos. You want the logos? You shall get the logos. There's the top five if you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> number one is the Detroit Red Wings. Number two is Arizona. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, number three is Toronto. Number four is the Penguins. And number five is Seattle. Uh, I don't have a problem with the majority of these. I would rearrange them a little bit. Um, I am just one of those people that is not over the moon about Arizona. I, I, I know people love this thing, this Kachina look that they have going. It's cool. I don't hate it. I just don't think it's one of the best logos in, in the league. But year after year, people think that it is. And I know I'm in the minority feeling that way.
1: You are, my friend, because I think the Kachina is one of the coolest logos in sports. Really? I I, it's just it doesn't you look at it you know the sport and it's yeah distinct it's it's very distinct it it places your city where wherever the coyotes are (laughs) and it's just it it's just a good look like out of all of these it's very distinct it stands out it's bold like everything else is traditional
0: and I'm surprised at
1: number four I think the Mm. robo penguin was my favorite penguins logo
0: that's a good penguin logo but um, and and I think that's me. Like you said, the word like traditional. Like I I am more that style, um, and that's why I'm okay with Seattle. I think the Seattle one is just a. It's a very. It's a mod. They did a great job of combining like a modern look with a traditional in a traditional sense. So yeah. I think they did a very good job compared to that other uh, franchise. Uh, you know, new franchise that uh, came out expansion team that's god awful. Um, but for me, like i've from you know full disclosure here number one i voted the rangers i absolutely i think that's just classic and number two i put penguins i love the pittsburgh penguin logo i think it's fantastic it's a penguin playing hockey who doesn't love that it's genius it's fantastic i do it's like so the good their
1: minor league team uses it
0: they do yeah you're right you're right i didn't even think about that um for the Avalanche, I'm sure everybody's wondering where they are. Uh, On so you had seven, five, and despite me despising the Vegas Golden Knights logo, they came in at number six. <laughs> uh, Calgary was seven. Avalanche were eight, and I'm kind of happy with that because yeah, I, I've good. seen a lot of uh, websites that do this, and almost all the time the Avalanche are in the twenties, like like mid to low twenties. So uh, our our Hosts seem to like our uh, our logo. Um they even beat out the Bruins. That and that's just oh, like and a that's classic a classic. Yeah, classic. Bruins are next on the list. Uh towards the bottom here, uh, you care to guess who the worst one is? Vancouver. No, they're down there. They're fifth from last. Very last is Columbus. And and that was my vote for, for the worst. I've I missed that B. Yeah, but they the don't. Columbus B, I love that. They, I, I, I like the Columbus the cannon. Oh, you know, that I was, like, was a great use. Look. That well, like yeah. I I don't know what this thing is that they have, but it's uh, I don't like it. Um, and towards the bottom, right above Columbus, you have Washington. Uh, Next is the Islanders, which I kind of like the Islanders book. I don't mind it. Oh, it's 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 no Uh, fish stick. uh, Give me the fish stick. logo. Well, that was kind of funny. But uh, the regular Islanders logo, I'm I'm fine with it. Uh, Then you have Dallas was uh, down towards the bottom, which I agree (laughs) with. It's uh, it's kind of just bland. Um, The flyers are pretty low, which I kind of found a little bit surprising. But um, yeah, even Montreal is kind of down there, too. It's a toilet seat. <laughs> it's like the Chicago Bears one, so, <laughs> um, so there you go. And, and red Wings at number one. Don't have a problem with that. That's just, you know, it's been around forever, so that's a good one. Uh, and the last one we'll do here for today is the mascots. Gritty at number one. No surprise there. Uh, New Jersey Devil at number two. Really no surprise there. Bernie at number three for the Colorado Avalanche. Color me shocked on that one, but uh, I love it. I love it. I think Bernie is a great mascot. He's a great mascot. He he obviously does what he's supposed to do. Gets the crowd involved, but uh, he does some funny things. So I think that that's surprising coming at number three. Howler from the Coyotes is number four. And Wild Wing from the Ducks is number five. So, I mean, when we're talking mascots, uh, it's going to be very difficult to unseat Gritty because he is one of the best mascots in, in all of sports. He is the San Diego Chicken of the
1: NHL. <laughs> he transcends the sport, like he's everywhere. Yeah. Like gritty, nails it. The New Jersey Devil is just like funny. Like hysterical with yeah. some of the stuff they do with the New Jersey Devil. And Bernie is the perfect marriage of mascot to team. Like it's it's brilliant. And Bernie, yeah. he does great. Love the little bone for his jersey his jersey number,
0: number. yeah that's great but yeah. wild
1: wing is classic i would put him at four i think that's wild cool wing one. is just epic that is really and cool honestly until this list came out i forgot howler was the coyotes mascot
0: um i remember like i didn't forget but it wasn't like i i threw him towards the top he's just kind of like a normal looking like i'm surprised that treasure (laughs)
1: troll that they have in
0: seattle isn't like number four or five uh again full disclosure i put him last i cannot stand that thing i i I love everything seattle has done their their arena is state of the art their colors are perfect i talked about their logo even their name is great they completely missed the mark with their mascot that thing is terrible I mean, you. It, it. I've said it when it came out. It. Remember. Remember the uh, the Ewok Adventure movie. Oh my word! It, yeah. it looks like the monster in the Ewok Adventure movie. Go Google that, people, oh, and tell so me it doesn't. On. That's all I see when I see him. I, I just don't get it. I. I think that's a terrible looking mascot. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Kraken fans. And this is not me being bitter because you guys. Uh, beat the abs in, in the playoffs i was saying that when they announced him i was like what the heck is this thing
1: <laughs> yeah i'm no i'm very sense. vocal about how great everything seattle has been logo yeah. arena how they're building the team and they completely missed with the mascot
0: um but i'm looking to see where he, he's kind of up there he's in the top 10 2 four, six, seven, eight. he's 9 buoy he's number he's a good name i'll give you that good name it's a, it's a good name a good name other than that everything about it is wrong uh i'm surprised yuppie's but, not up there um
1: it's legendary
0: that is 10 10 yep U.P.'s 10 um al the octopus is uh 12 for the red wings um on on the bottom feeder carlton the bear for the leafs hunter no for, the, for the oilers <laughs> And Stormy the Ice Hog uh, for the hurricanes, Nordy for the wild is down there. Oh, I actually have a cowboys. literal pig in Carolina. Yeah. I
1: forgot about yeah.
0: That. yeah. So uh there you go. There's your your top five mascots. I'm just smiling because Bernie's on there. I think that's yeah. uh thank you to the the hosts of of the Locked on Avalanche podcast, Ritterman. Or not, no, not not the locked on avalanche, podcast, the locked on podcast from for the locked on avalanche. Podcast there you go. to the network. Thank you so much. So, all right, everyone, that is going to wrap it up for today. Uh, very much appreciated for making everybody or having everybody tune in, making it your first listen of the day. Friday's episode, very fun one in store for you guys. We have Zach, who is not a host of a show on the Locked On Podcast Network. He hosts a, uh, it's called the Mile High Bourbon and Rye Podcast. So he's, he's in Colorado. He's got a podcast all about Colorado bourbon and just bourbon in general. Big Avalanche fan. He talks about the Avalanche on his show, talks about the Nuggets on his show. So he's going to come on and we are going to talk Avalanche hockey, how he you know follows the team, how long he's been a fan, all that fun stuff. And then we're going to do some fun stuff with uh, pairings with Avalanche players and bourbon. It's going to be fun. I guarantee it. So that is going to be on Friday. Can't wait for that. All right, everybody. That is going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for tuning in and making it your first listen. He is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. This is the Locked on Avalanche podcast. Make sure you tune in Friday. It's going to be a good one. Go, Abs, go.